Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So today we are going to talk about Ukraine and inventory levels and NATO and why some people um, who provide commentary on this are disinterested in this particular topic. They're not talking about it um, and why that is. And then we will talk about what may happen in the future, what the outcomes may be, um, in relation to something else that is happening over there right now. Got a message. The three people I turn to for coverage, blank, blank, and you, aren't really talking about how ammo stockpiles are getting lower for NATO and crossing into numbers that are lower than what they're supposed to maintain. Is there a reason why? Also, what are the positive effects, the, I'm sorry, what are the possible effects of the Russian offensive, and when will it start? Okay, first question first. You named three people. Uh, I, I don't like speaking for other people, and particularly in this case, because there are three different elements to why a commentator might be less than interested in this topic. And you named three people. You can infer from that what you will. Um, okay. So, if you have no idea what this is about, NATO countries, the U.S. military, um, they maintain levels, inventory levels, X number of this type of munition. We've talked about it before on the channel, and before I was kind of debunking it and saying, yeah, we're not really at that point yet where it's dipping below the, the recommended levels. We are now. It's actually starting to happen now. Um, why are some people less than concerned about that? Um, okay, so why do those inventory levels exist? This is school of thought one. Why do those inventory levels exist? Why is the U.S. defense budget so bloated? Because its doctrine says it needs to be able to fight its two largest competitors at the same time, that being Russia and China. Fight them both at once. It's a doctrine that the U.S. has more or less held since World War II. That's what those numbers are based off of. Okay, so at the time those numbers were drawn up, China's military was considerably weaker and Russia's military was considerably stronger. They've changed, but the overall numbers, pretty much the same. Okay. These munitions that are being pulled out of storage, they're not being set by the side of the road. They're being sent overseas. They're being sent to Ukraine. And Ukraine is using them for hitting the Russian military. As the inventories decline, so does the military power of Russia. Um, they're not just being wasted. So it is... Uh, one school of thought would suggest that it doesn't actually matter because it's accomplishing the reason those inventory levels were set... And that, that was their purpose to begin with, what was to deal with that eventuality. So that's one school of thought. It's, it's just performing its mission right now. Another, a more cynical but not inaccurate uh, school of thought would say if this person uh, who believed this was to put it into a sentence... It would be something like, 
Do you think that... At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Raytheon doesn't have, you know, lobbyists sleeping in congressional offices right now to uh, order more munitions, to raise them back up, to get the production underway, and to deliver the resources to do it. Basically, yeah, they're going down, but they're going to be replaced. That's another one. A third school of thought comes from uh, people who see it as incredibly unlikely that the United States would actually be in a scenario where it is fighting China and Russia at the same time. Um, so those are the three reasons. Those are the three different schools of thought why some people might just not be talking about this because it's not particularly concerning for them. Um, and I would say that school of thought two saying that, you know, there's a bunch of defense contractors who are going to make a whole bunch of money by bringing these inventory levels back up would also play into school of thought one. Those two complement each other very, very nicely. Um, okay. Now, when, when is the Russian offensive going to start and what, what are the possible outcomes? It, it started. It has started. Possible outcomes. Russia makes big gains, gets closer to the hard part of the war. Um, the, the flip side of that is that they don't. And Ukrainian forces are capable of achieving some kind of breakthrough, breaking through the lines. And that would, that would further undermine the Russian war effort, and, and Putin. Um, Putin, in a lot of ways, is kind of make or break. Uh, if, if, for example, a Ukrainian counteroffensive, and to be clear, this isn't like a rumor or something I've heard. This is something I am making up as I'm standing here right now. This isn't something that I expect to occur or have heard anything about. Um, but as an example, if a Ukrainian counteroffensive was able to break the, the connection between Crimea and the rest of Russian-occupied area, uh, that would be a huge loss. If a Ukrainian counteroffensive, again, something wild, was actually able to retake Crimea, um, th these things would be devastating. You were talking about the beginning of an offensive um, that is probably going to be met by a counteroffensive Lines are probably going to change. Which way it's going to go, you don't know yet. Um, if, if what has started is the extent of Russia's capabilities, I don't think that they're going to do well. But I don't know that this is the full force of the offensive that they have planned. Um, what they have started with, it, it hasn't really performed exceedingly well.
And if that's all they've got, it's not going to amount to much. But I don't think it's all they have. Um, I, I think there's going to be more to it. This seems more like a softening than the the real push. So we're gonna we're gonna have to wait and see. Uh, at this point, it's incredibly fluid, and it's we're in that protracted stage. Lines are gonna go back and forth. It's going. Sadly, this isn't going to to be over soon. I know that's what everybody everybody keeps angling towards that. You know, troops will be home by Christmas and all that. No, I mean all all of that devastation. It will continue to occur for quite some time, um, and that's it. Doesn't matter who's quote winning. That's that's the future over there for, I would say, for at least a year. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.